This is episode 74. Uh, last episode was 73, but I called it 72 by mistake. Uh, does that make me a little bit mad? Yes. <laughs> okay. But did I do a breathing exercise and realize it doesn't matter that much and that people make mistakes and it's all good? Yes. Am I going to go back and fix it? No. Is it because I'm lazy? A little bit. But it's also because it's my podcast I can do whatever I want with it. Yeah, it's also yes. So, welcome to episode 74 of whatever. <laughs> um, Now, dude, what, what what's the good news for the week, you know? Sometimes I have good news ready. Sometimes I don't just because, not because of good things don't happen some weeks. I think, you know, I think every day, if you have a positive mindset, I think every day something good does happen. It may not, it, it just might not be um, as noticeable as some other good things. But um, let me, let me think about it real quick here. What, what, what good things have gone on this week? Um, oh, well, hey, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. So I, I, um, I think that's cool. Um, you know, me personally, I'm not a huge fan of um, Thanksgiving as a holiday uh, because, you know, eating exorbitant amounts of foods, um, celebrating basically, I'm pretty sure the pilgrims kind of came in and like slaughtered Native Americans or something. If that's what history was properly, like, like properly defined history. So I don't know why we're kind of making a holiday out of it, but you know, America's kind of known for doing that stuff. And, you know, we celebrate Columbus day still, but that's, that's still on the calendar. And that dude, killed lots of native americans as well um so really dark start to the episode here um but yeah i uh, <clears throat> uh thanksgiving i don't know i it's about it's about being thankful sure um so i have a lot to be thankful for so i think that's good news is to, to have a lot to be thankful for but i think the the true meaning behind Thanksgiving, which is being thankful, has been kind of diminished by food and football and all this other nonsense. And whatever actually happened on this holiday, I'm pretty sure was some bad stuff. Um, so, <laughs> not really a good holiday. But, uh, you know, my favorite holiday, Christmas, second, Halloween, third what are my top three? Third holiday? Third favorite holiday? Dude, I don't know. Hmm. I think my third favorite holiday is probably my birthday because it is what it is, dude. Um, But yeah, I guess that's the good news is that I've got a lot to be thankful for this Thanksgiving. <laughs> sorry about sorry about the dark start to this episode, though. Um, reminiscing about... Uh, reminding ourselves about what actually happened on the first Thanksgiving. Um, dude, I woke up for work today, so I had to go in at eight today. I just got off of work like an hour ago. And so I woke up at 7am. Now it's not super early, but it's early enough to the point where you're groggy and stuff and you don't really want to go anywhere, but I had to go somewhere, which was work. And I turn off my, I wake up, I turn off my alarm and I look at my phone and it says it's 38 degrees out. Since when, dude? The past few weeks, the weather has not dropped below 55 in the morning. 
all of a sudden we're getting to real winter hours now. All of a sudden, dude, Texas winter is actually insane because it's not like a gradual thing where it's like, you know, oh, summer's over. We're sliding into fall. Fall slides into winter, right? Other places have that because they have all four seasons, but not Texas. It's hellish summer, hellish summer. I promise you that. And I'm not swearing. I'm saying like it's just hot to the point where it just feels like hell sometimes, you know? And and then we have fall for nine days, I believe. Um, and then winter just kind of snaps in place. It just appears and you're hit by a wall. It's not a gradual thing because f- after summer, fall is like pretty nice weather and then some yucky days. But it can't really decide. And then all of a sudden it's just cold. It's just cold and disgusting out for... I would say usually late November to February, right? And then after that, we have spring for six seconds, and then it's back to summer. Um, So, yeah, it's really weird over here in Texas with the weather, but that's nothing new. Um, But, dude, waking up early and having to get into your car when it's that cold out is just an awful feeling. Because I'm, I'm already groggy. I don't want to be up. I don't want to be going anywhere. Now I have to sit in my car that's been sitting outside in the weather. So it's cold. And now I've got to turn it on, wait for it to heat up as I'm just sitting there feeling frigid, you know, just waiting for it to heat up. Just just not having a gr- great time. And then I went to work and I worked for four hours. And it was all good. Um it was super slow at first. I assembled a chair today. Pretty good job, if I do say so myself. Um, and then I made a sale on a chair. Made a guy, made a guy, uh, you know, put in some sales tactics, and uh, and he went ten dollars up. He went ten dollars up on a chair. You know, he was looking at two chairs. He was like, "This one's cheaper," but I was like, "This one's better for ten dollars more." And I was like, "Frick yeah!" made the sale oh he's a salesman what can he do he should be making commission but he makes an hourly wage oops um it's all good still broke yes um speaking of work though dude the other day now look i said this before and i'll say it again retail it's not a glorious job but it pays the bills so i'm not gonna sit here and complain about it for the most part customers are great my Co-workers are great. Boss is great, right? Can't complain about a whole lot. But one day, a customer came in, and uh, and I was at the front, and so I was, like, greeting people as they came in. And I was like, good morning, sir. You know, uh, how are you? And he was like, I'm good. How are you? And I was like, oh, I'm doing fine. And he said, it's Monday today. And I said, yes, sir. And then he, he said, a miserable Monday for you, huh? Because you're working. And I was like, oh, haha. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm miserable <laughs> to a customer. Not a good look. Um, but I just kind of laughed it off. And then he looks me in my eyes and he goes, well, I don't give a SHIT because I'm retired. And then he walks off. I'm like, uh, um, hey, what am I supposed to say to that? What are you rubbing it in? Or are you just saying that? Like, who benefited in this situation? 
You know? Who's <laughs> What's up, man? Who benefited from this situation? Did you or did me? I didn't. You're just going to you just going to tell me you're retired so you don't give a SHIT <laughs> about me being miserable on a Monday even though I wasn't. You just came in. I was honestly having a good morning. I was honestly pretty happy with the day and I was like, you know, I'm at work, but it's fine. I feel like I'm in a good mood. And then you come in and you say that. It made my mood worse. But <clears throat> I'm learning. I'm learning a lot. I don't know why that reminded me I need to text her, but um little sidetrack thing there. Sorry. I you know me. I'm stream of consciousness, so I just say my thoughts and feelings out loud sometimes. Um but yeah, I remembered I needed to text a friend. Um, but dude, I'm learning a lot. And so I'm becoming better as a person. So when he said that, did it start to ruin my mood a little bit? Yes. But I quickly took the reins in my brain and in my heart. And I said, no, we're not going to let a stupid comment like that ruin our mood because we're doing good today. We're having a good day. And then I was fine after that. I checked him out later when he came back. Not checked him out as in like ogled him. I mean, as I checked him out at the at the registers, you know, because not into dudes and also not into checking people out because it's creepy. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I checked him out at the registers. He left. Wished him a, a great day, and that was that, dude. Um, so yeah, breathing exercises when I get angry, and then mental exercises when. You know, I'm feeling down or feeling um, irked or, you know, a little bit upset, stuff like that. You know, just trying to just trying to challenge myself and, and grow as a person and just be better with, uh, you know, my mental health in general. Um, not that I have mental health issues, but, you know, taking good care of my mental health. Um, but, yeah. Um. And the good, oh, also some good news. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving and I don't have to work. I don't have to work for the rest of the week, actually, um, which is pretty cool, you know, pretty nice. Um, so I can hang out with my family, hang out with some friends this weekend and uh, just chill for Thanksgiving, you know. Um, I'm honestly going to try not to eat too much. I never really do, but, you know just better to keep an eye out on that for Thanksgiving just because it's not actually enjoyable to eat that much, you know, makes you feel all dead inside and sick. Um, but yeah, I'm going to avoid Turkey at all costs. I absolutely hate, 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 hate. And my mom always says hate is such a strong word. You should say dislike, but no dude, I'm using the word hate. I hate the taste and texture of Thanksgiving Turkey. There isn't a way on this planet we call Earth, that you can cook Thanksgiving turkey that will make me enjoy it. I hate it so much, I honestly have a fuming disdain for Thanksgiving turkey. It's one of the most disgusting meats I've ever tasted. I, I like regular turkey, lunch meat turkey, fantastic. Thin cut, it's all good. I take a bite of that chunky freaking turkey on Thanksgiving... So dry, so dry, so tasteless, so dumb to even have it. I hate it 
so much. Not a personal thing against anybody who's made Thanksgiving turkey and I've had it. It's not you. It's the turkey. There's no recipe on this planet Earth that can make me like turkey that is Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving turkey. Absolutely the worst kind of meat. Not the worst kind of meat. Um, but definitely down there on my list. So, not having Thanksgiving turkey. Gonna eat the ham because the ham rips without a doubt. I love Thanksgiving ham. Hate Thanksgiving turkey. Ham up here, turkey down here. I don't know why I'm burping all of a sudden. Um, perhaps some indigestion. Yes! Love it, dude. Indigestion, you know? Supposed to digest... But sometimes your body goes, no. Um, dude, you know what's crazy, though? My car accident. So I had a car accident, if you don't know. I had a car accident in July, July 14th. I still remember the date. Like it was yesterday. Um, it was a pretty bad wreck. I came out of it relatively okay, though. Like, I was un... Well, not... I didn't come out with no scratches. I had some like seatbelt burn on my uh, lower abdomen area. Um, and then I had like a couple bruises here and there. But, um, you know, relatively unscathed. Nothing was broken. Things like that, you know. Um, had some neck, <laughs> necular, <laughs> had some necular injuries, but uh, nothing serious, you know. But, um, it's kind of wild. I'm realizing that that car accident still has effects on me. And I really want to get to the to the chiropractor again just to kind of even some things out. But I got no money for that yet. Um, so I'll have to wait on it. But, uh, dude, I got shoulder pain now. My right shoulder hurts sometimes. And I have to roll and stretch it out, you know, rotate my arm try to work that out and that hurts but then again it does relieve the pain after a while right but i got freaking shoulder pain and dude my knees forget it oh my gosh they click do they click i need to get to the chiropractor um and it's it's because i i honest i do remember banging them super hard on the steering wheel like i got hit from the side and then i flew into a tree and everything went forward and up, and my knees banged hard against the steering wheel. Um, and also, I don't have good shoes right now. I can't afford good shoes. <laughs> I'm so broke. Um, but I don't have good shoes for my jobs, and my jobs require me to stand and walk a lot. So I got to get new shoes. So that's probably participating in the issues of my knees clicking and being sore and such. Um, but also... I feel like the car accident, maybe it's because I'm getting older, but then again, I'm freaking 22, so it shouldn't be yet, but it, it could be either one, the car accident, or maybe I'm just getting older, but dude, I've become really, really sensitive to, like, I can't sleep in anything but my own bed, because my bed is memory foam, I know, a baller, but I'm broke, um, my, my bed is in memory foam, so it's memorized kind of the shape of what my body is in bed, right? And so it kind of forms to that and helps me fall asleep very comfortably. Um, I do need to get a new bed soon, though, because that one's pretty old. Um, But, dude, if I sleep on 
a couch or air mattress, basically anything that's not my bed, I wake up 107 years old. I'm just, I wake up in the morning, I'm just going, oh God, it was all sore. And it gets through the day, it's fine. But my goodness, dude. Also, I played football over the weekend, two-hand touch, got an interception, let's go, baby. Kind of make a good safety, honestly, I'm dope at it. Couldn't be a cornerback, though. Not skilled enough. Uh, very hard position to play. Um, but I played two-hand touch, was running around and stuff over the weekend on Saturday, Saturday night. Today, still sore. <laughs> I need more activity in my life, for sure. Um, but, you know, we're getting there. You know, we're getting there. We're, we're growing as a person, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. And physically as well. Um, so yeah, I think we're doing good. I think I'm doing fine overall. Um, this is kind of interesting though. I just kind of wanted to talk about this a little bit just because, you know, I think it's something that everybody can relate to. And I think having my perspective, if you're listening to this still, um, which I appreciate it if you are. But, you know, I, I'm feeling more confident recently. And I think that's just because I've really actually been putting in work and actually like legitimately dealing um, with my insecurities. Now, are my insecurities still there? Of course. I don't think insecurities really ever go away unless it's a it's an insecurity that you can change. But then there's again, there's again, my gosh, I can't talk. Then again, there are insecurities that you can't change right you know not i mean you know you i guess you can some of the things i'm thinking about but like if you're if you're a guy and you're like five five right and you know you wish you're taller because the whole world is telling you you're nothing if you're not six foot and up right or at least average height which sucks but it's not true because the people who say that are also wildly insecure which is insane and people which honestly that alone is so crazy how humans do is like as soon as someone becomes insecure about something they start spewing crap at other people to make other people insecure so they feel less insecure or so they feel less alone in their insecurity which is insane it makes no sense you know how bad insecurity feels so you're gonna spread it more ah meanie um so, you know, if you're thinking about doing that, don't do that. But, you know, being short, not really something you can change. It's it's out of your control. Um, uh, me being, going bald, I've tried a lot of things. Nothing has worked so far. I'm trying something right now. Maybe it'll help a little bit, but then again, it's not going to work a miracle. And so, you know, I wish I had a full head of hair. I wish I had a good a good hairline. I wish I didn't have to go bald at 17. It was a major insecurity for me. I hated when people made jokes about it, but I was always too way too insecure to call anybody out on their jokes. It still happens today. But that's one of my major insecurities, but then I've been working on that and being like, you know, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day because and I think I think one of the big proponents of, of that insecurity is like, oh, well, girls like hair. 
girls like a good head of hair, so nobody's ever going to love me, right? That's what the devil wants you to believe. But I have to realize that that is a lie and that I will find somebody who does not care about what my hair looks like and they're going to care about how I treat them, how I am as a person. And those are the things that are going to make them fall for me, right? And it is just unfortunate that a lot of girls my age and then throughout when I was in high school at that age, a lot of girls are still in that place of insecurity. A lot, not all. Um, but at my age, I would say this is probably a turning point for most where they realize, oh, that crap does not matter, actually. And it's how he treats me. And this is why I keep picking such awful guys. And then they realize the awful guys came from shallow looking, right? Because if you look for looks all the time, 95% chance you're going to end up with pretty meh or bad person relationship-wise. That's just kind of the way of the world. Um, you know, because looking through the lens of shallowness and stuff like that, it's not going to bring you good things. And you have to look at people's heart. And then when you find people's heart, you know, then you find good people. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I got sidetracked here. But basically, yeah, I've been feeling more confident lately. I've been dealing with my insecurities, right? And I think a, a big, also a big part of it was like, having insecurities comes from caring about what people think too much. I cared way too much about what people think. Now there was a difference in the way that I thought about it, because if a person automatically off the bat off rip is like, Oh, I don't like you. I don't want to be your friend. And they're making that obvious to me. I don't, I don't care for a second what they think about me because I don't want to be their friend too. They don't want to be my friend. They don't like me. Fine. Goodbye. Go. I don't care. You know, do your thing. But if it's where it's like a potential, friendship or it is already a friendship or somebody whose opinion I really care about like in my family or something like that or it's a girl I like you know I cared way too much what they thought about me and there was also a lot of times where I look back and I'm like that's so weird why would I tell people that but it was you know I would oftentimes just kind of almost unsolicited um to people just tell them like oh I did this and this and like or like tried to impress them or something and like they they'd listen and like sometimes they'd be like, oh, that's cool or whatever. Or they wouldn't really have a response. But I look back now and I'm like, why do I why would I tell people that? Like it doesn't it doesn't matter to them, probably. And I'm just telling them why. And then I thought about it more and it was because I was trying to impress them and I was trying to get them to accept me. It's also the same thing when I because I'm a funny guy. So I I always try to make people laugh. And when people don't laugh, it hurts more than it should and I was listening to this thing I forget exactly what it was but um, somebody said that <clears throat> when you try to make people laugh and they laugh you like that feeling not because you like making people laugh but because when they laugh it means to you that they accept you and that very much so resonated with me 
because everybody wants to be accepted and loved. Um, and so, yeah. And so I cared way too much about what people thought. And I cared way too much about them finding me funny as well. And so that was a lot of the root of my insecurities. And, and so then I would tell people good things about me. And I did that without them really even asking. Just so that I would hope that they would accept me. And looking back, I was, uh, you know, I, I realized like I did that because that meant that they accepted me if they heard those good things about me and reacted well. Um, and, you know, I'd, I also put too much stock into what people said to me, too. Like uh, <laughs> a girl, this was ages ago, honestly, I didn't even remember her name or even what she looks like, but I kn- I remember what she said. I remember what she said because words, I think I would say, you know, um, what's the, what's the phrase? Um, words of affection or something. It's something to do with words is a love language to me. So equally, if you're saying something awful to me, I'll probably remember it forever. But a girl once this was like when I was trying out public school in my freshman year of high school, I think. Um, this girl started like flirting with me or whatever. And I started to pick up on it. And I was like, what is going on? This, this woman is flirting with me. And she's like, she, I, I think she was good looking. I don't really remember what she looked like, but I, I think I remember her being a pretty girl. And I was like, what is, what the frick is going on? Why does she, why is she even talking to me right now? Right. And then somewhere along in the conversation, she goes, oh yeah, I like medium ugly guys. Hey man, I'd rather be called just ugly. (laughs) Medium ugly. Are you insane? That's like saying, Hey, you could be good looking, but you're not (laughs) like, Hey man, just you know what? It's fine. Just call me ugly at that point. Um, you know, I just rather be ugly. Also, another time somebody told me as a joke, they were making a joke at my expense. Didn't like it. Everyone in the room laughed, made me feel worse, but they said, I look like I smell bad. I left the room. I left the room. Wanted to cry. Um, everybody laughed and so sad, but those are things that I remember because they're hurtful words. And I mean, obviously those, those words don't bother me as much as they did in the moment anymore, obviously, because it's something I can look back on and laugh at right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, putting too much stock into what people thought about me, putting too much stock into what people said about me. That's all the root of, those insecurities and those insecurities only grew from those moments. Right. But recently when I'm getting back to what I was originally talking about is I've actually really been learning to, I feel like I figured out how to love myself earlier this year, like in, in the summer, like I really figured out how to love myself, but now, right now I'm figuring out how to actually like myself. And I think those are two different things. I can't exactly explain why those are two different things right now because I'm still working it out of my head, but I feel that way. 
if I could put it into words. I feel that way. And so I'm figuring out how to like myself and give myself a chance. Give myself the benefit of the doubt, you know? And so I feel like that's made me a lot more confident. It's made me a lot more confident in um, in a situation in which I like girl, like a girl. And I'm not going to go too much into detail about it. But at the same time, you know, usually I'd be in a place of like, oh, I have no shot, you know. Sometimes I'd be delusional and be like, maybe. And then it would turn out, obviously, no. But then again, I would say more recently, um, since I had dealt with being shun guy for a while shun guy gun shy holy freak (laughs) um i had dealt with being gun shy for a few years because of a heartbreak i had um you know every girl that i started to like i immediately shut it down in my head and my heart because i was like there's no chance there's no shot uh i have no chance with her she's too pretty she's too good for me why even try now more recently i'm like i like what i like i want what i want I'm going to try to get it. If it doesn't work out, that's okay. Then I just move on. But I'm not, te- I'm no longer telling myself, um, you know, no, no way. Don't even try. Try. Try, dude. You never know. Because if you don't try, you're never going to get it. It just, it doesn't just come to you. Well, romantic relationships, right? And then also just been learning how, how, how to be vulnerable? Well, no. I I know how to be vulnerable. Learning when and with who to be vulnerable with. Um, that too. That's an important thing to learn. Still learning that. I'm pretty beginner at that because I tend to wear my heart on my sleeve and just kind of tell people stuff. And some people are just not to be trusted with that information. You know, unfortunately, but, um, and this is not one of those situations. This is more me just kind of talking off the cuff of like, you know, just what I've been feeling recently and how I've grown as a person. And I hope, and I, and I hope from what I'm saying is like, because it's pretty relatable to most people, I hope that it's something that's helpful in learning how to be confident or learning how to like yourself, learning how to love yourself and learning when and who to be vulnerable with and working through those insecurities. But you know, had some laughs, had a nice little serious section, not serious, but like a, a good, like uplifting section, you know, of this podcast. So I think this was a good episode. Um, I had fun. Thank you for listening. I really do appreciate that. It means a lot to me that you listen to my episodes and, uh, I hope to see you in the next episode. Um, I think from now on, I'm probably going to be recording on Wednesdays just because my Mondays have gotten really busy with work. Um, recently so i'll be recording and releasing on wednesdays um pretty much middle to late afternoon of the day you should expect episodes um but yeah thank you for listening i appreciate it i hope you enjoy your day your week your month your year and the rest of your life peace out homies